Welcome to Words of Light with Jim, sponsored by All My Relations in Indianapolis, the largest rock and mineral shop in the Midwest, carrying metaphysical supplies for all spiritual paths. Too often, real basic stuff again, you are completely in charge on this planet. You are a human being as well as spirit. So when spirit comes to you, who's really in charge? You are. Because this is an earthly plane that you're existing on, and they have to honor us for being human. They honor us for being human. Imagine that. Why would they want to uh, put that much faith and trust in a human? (laughs) Because we have some challenges as humans, don't we? Well, again, they respect us so much for taking the time for this called the journey and experience. Bless you. Why? Because without the experience, you're not going to evolve. Why can't we do it easier, God? Why can't we just show up for, call it, tomorrow and I've learned it all? If that was the case, everybody would be completely evolved. You you have to have the call, the experience on the physical plane to evolve spiritually. Think of that. The human is having the experience to become more spiritual. Imagine that. You have to... Go ahead. Question. Just backing up a little bit. What about every once in a while you'll see a talk show where someone says, I died and came back to life and there was a hell and it was terrible. What happened to hell? Okay. Now, truthfully, you can experience hell, Okay. I, I, you know, I have to tell you a story. One of my wife that's passed over now, she was a very, she was a little bit like Edgar Casey. I mean, that's how gifted this lady was. Anyways, she asked, uh, her son came to her and she wanted, he wanted his grandfather to come in and say something. So we're sitting around this table and all of a sudden Wanda starts to cuss and swear and that would not be her. I mean, holy smokes, the, the language coming out of her mouth was like, <laughs> like, what the heck is this? You know, this isn't Wanda. I can tell you that much. I mean, it was really foul. I mean, it was shockingly really strong. And I thought, what is going on here? Well, come to find out, he was a devout Catholic. And what's that place called? In between places? Purgatory. Purgatory. That's where he was at. And because he believes in it. What you believe in it will take you there. He was a devout Catholic. So purgatory existed. He died of a, they were doing a a balloon thing on his heart years ago on some, some procedure and it unexpectedly died from it. He wasn't supposed to die from it. So he wasn't planning on dying. So, excuse me, he was mad. He was pissed. And he revealed it so much in it. It was like, leave me alone. You get the hell away from me and everything. Oh, my goodness. He didn't, he didn't want to talk to us because to him he was in hell or purgatory. So remember, that's why it's so important to believe. What you do? I have a question. This backs up a little bit, too. When you were talking about the message is what's important to you, you don't have to know who it's coming from. Are you talking about for yourself or for people? For anybody. I just feel that it's important to understand the message. Remember, if it's given in truth and love. I didn't say any message because right. once you've opened yourself up, this is, again, controlling the gate, I call it. Asking, because when I first started doing this gift thing, I call it, I was hearing spirits talking that were nonsense. And I told them, get away from here. No, I back to my simple prayer is only those of the light can come unto me. And that's all they can then talk to you. You're in control of who comes to visit you. Did you know that? You're in control. That's why I keep repeating. You as a human being is, are in complete control on this journey called life. And I have a follow-up to that. Go ahead. So if you're doing a reading for someone, you 
have a spirit that's coming forward and you're describing this the spirit they mm -hmm. may not say well I'm your uncle or I'm your grandpa or whatever if I don't know who that is and I can't convey it to that person I was in the habit of saying they don't know who you are I can't get the message from you because you know that's, that's yeah. just me but is that something that I should look at and say well maybe back up I should let that if, if, if you want to call it your comfort zone, mm -hmm. remember, you have to be comfortable with this. Right. Just like a lot of people I've talked to find, we'll call the word fear stepping in when somebody approaches them in spirit. They can actually envision the spirit coming to them and that frightens them because they're not used to that. And there's nothing to be afraid of. Again, back to simple. Ask only those of the light and truth come unto you. And that's all that can come. Right. Right. That's all. I know. If if they need to know, yeah. But if you're not getting it, don't worry about it. Just say I'm not. I can't tell you who it is. But what my experience is, this is me. I will say something to the person, and using let's say whatever words come to me, which I've had words that I would not <laughs> normally use, or four-letter words, okay? And and I've said it to the person, and they look at me like that's the way they would have said it. Because the person would use that type of language. Me, no. But okay. the person, they could identify who that is almost immediately. Because I'm saying whatever the way they're giving it to me. Remember, I'm just a mouthpiece. Yep. Okay. And I've said this many times that I can't tell you. You usually can figure it out. But there again, for an example, I asked the person, is there somebody that you wish to come in and talk with you? And, for instance, they want Grandpa John to come in. Okay? So I said, okay. We will call him up on the phone if he's not in the room. Because sometimes some of the spirits come in the room with the person, and other times they're outside the door, so we're just asking him to step in. Remember, the spirit world can be anywhere in the universe and show up in your doorstep instantly, okay? So I put out the phone call, ask for Grandpa John to come in, and then can relate to the way I say it, that that identifies to them as their Grandpa John, okay? That's my experience. I, I have no clue that I'm talking to Grandpa John, if that makes sense. To me, right. because I didn't know him. Right. But I've asked for Grandpa John to come. Okay. Because I'm putting up the phone call, if you want to use that terminology. Okay. okay? Make sense? Remember, they have to earn the privilege. Some spirits are not ready to speak to the person, particularly after, not, let's say, people come to me, someone's died maybe two or three months ago. No, folks, it's too soon. No, you don't want to talk to them, other than they know they're okay. They're not going to be a whole lot of information given to them. They're not ready to speak, if that makes sense. Okay, everybody, just because someone has died, they're not instantly going to start talking. Go ahead. Does it have to be after a year? There's no time frame. It, there's no time frame, meaning it could happen. In, in, the fastest anybody's ever come to me is about three months after a person died. But this lady was very spiritual. And then she could come in and start talking. Does that make sense? I'm hoping I answer your question. When my mom passed away, I, I felt she was around me all the time. And I mean, I even had vivid dreams. She was lying right beside me. And it, and it, and it got to a point where I really knew she was there. But, I, but I'm just thinking, when is it that she would come? Is it that, I'm going to phrase it a different way. It, when you pass over, your life here is one one way, right? I mean, you just don't see past it, okay? But when you go to the other side, you realize all the mistakes you made and all the things you could have done right. And 
and um, yeah. would she be able to convey that? Because I think when she was here in the physical body, she was sort of, I wouldn't say insane, but. <laughs> That's <laughs> fine. She, I mean, she I was tormented, is the word coming to me, tormented. She's in, she's in the room with you right now, honey. Okay, I can pick that up off you because you've called her in. You just called her in. Understand what I'm saying? You just called her in here. That's why she's in this room. And she was in, started talking to me. She was tormented, is what she told me, which is equivalent to being crazy or nuts or whatever you want to call it. Has anybody ever been tormented with their own self? Sometimes, like, I can't go to sleep with Jim because he's like the, the, the biggest jerk in the room right now, and he's nagging me and bugging me. So your mother just, her mind started to go like this. Make sense? Her mind was playing games on her. Your own mother's game, mind was causing her to be feeling. Yeah, I mean, but when you, when you have thoughts of your loved ones, that's a signal. And that's, that's why she's here, because you were thinking of her. But I didn't want to speak to her the way I wasn't there when she passed away, but I always feel I should have been. After a year has gone by, she, would she be able to come in the right sense? I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm okay, better. all right. Well, yeah. just. Yeah. <laughs> All right, number one, I like what you said earlier, too. Remember, I like the word, I shoulda, coulda, woulda. Does anybody remember, I coulda, shoulda, woulda? Simply, you said, I coulda, shoulda been there for your mother when she passed. Get rid of it. You don't need to be there. Understood? If you were supposed to be, you would have been there. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it took a while for me to yes. figure that out. But yes. Back to our physical self. Now remember, you're paying a part of this as much as your mother is because you started to blame yourself. So that's why I was connected. Okay. I just want to share that I Sorry. sat with a very close great aunt for 18 hours. I left the room for one hour and she died while I was gone. Yes. And I always felt yes. like she didn't want me there. Right. Okay. Well, my dad did the same thing. I was with him. Or I left, I was getting so sleepy, we'd been up with him for 24 hours already, you know, I was hardly awake anymore, so my wife stepped come out, she said, why don't you lay down, Jim, go to sleep, I'll stay with Dad for a while, and if, if something happens, I'll come and get you. I wasn't down five minutes, and she comes and gets me because he starts to take his last breath. Why? Why did he not let me stay there for that? Because they just, that's the way it works. I can't answer that they sometimes don't want you there when they're dying, if that makes sense. That's not bad, they're not picking on you. It's, Yes. Yeah. Don't. They're not trying to punish you, honey. When they die, when you're not there, if that makes sense. Okay. It happens. I can't tell you how many people I've talked to that happened. <coughs> just the same thing. You leave the room, and then they make the transition. They're not punishing you. It's not to torment you. It's back to accept. They. It was their journey. Honor it and say thank you. Thank you for being a part of it. I went back to the hospital he was in. And so one of the ladies says, can I talk to you? And I said, sure. She goes, I'm going to tell you something really strange. She goes, but when I looked at your face, I saw Don's face over your face. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what should I tell you? That he was there with me. Absolutely. All the time. Absolutely. And I feel like he's always like in front of me yeah. and doesn't like anything negative to come. And if he mm -hmm. does, he kind of pushes it away. Right. So I'm very confident with what I do. Absolutely. That's what it is. It's confidence. Remember the word confidence 
Because if you're not confident, you're going to be like this. That's why you have to believe what you're getting and your information, just accept it. Just like when I told the lady she was pregnant, I'm not going to argue with it. Right. I don't know that she is. I, I just said it. I, like I said, sometimes the words come out of my mouth faster than I can. It's like the fishing reel. Reel it back in before I can get too far out there. It's been said. So let it go. Make sense? Remember your intention. If my intention is to give you a message in the most loving, caring way that is possible, then that is my intention. And then it will come out that way. A lot of people are worried that I'm going to tell them something bad. I've had a lot of people, especially first-timers, uh, you, can, you can feel they're getting all, oh, what's going to happen? What's he going to tell me, you know? I'm not going to tell you anything bad because it won't happen. Because I've asked, particularly, you're not here to scare people. I'm not working for that spooking house business. You know? <laughs> no. What gets kind of scary is when you tell them the truth, though. Did you know that? Mm -hmm. If they're used to a BS story, that's what they're expecting. And you lay the truth on them, it's difficult for them to accept that. Your journey with your mother, in a nutshell, was, like you said, it wasn't perfect, if you want to use the word. It kind of had, had its moment. But remember, it was perfect. Your journey with your mother was perfect. She taught you something. You're learning from that. You can love her without her being perfect. I think I thought I was more of her mother than she was mine. Well, that happens too. That happens too, honey. Has anybody else had that experience where you become the parent and not the child? I can, I've seen a few of them that were that way. The child becomes like the mama or dad, if you want to say it. Oh, yeah. Kind of like, why does that happen? Remember, there are so many called past life karmic debts that have to be paid. That's why it gets very complicated. I don't want to spend too much time with that stuff because there is an endless possibility of your experiences with your called loved ones. Anybody in your life, you can just about bank you've had them somewhere in a past life. You can just about put money on that one, okay? Especially if you spend any time. I had an experience one time. I met a gentleman for one evening where I went to a house party. And at the end of the evening, my wife said to me at the time, she said, did you know this guy? And I said, no, we never met at all. This was our first experience in this lifetime. And it was just a few hours at a party. And yet we acted like we knew each other forever. We, you know, what happened? He's gone. He was in my life for one night, and that's it. He never saw him again. And yet we talked like we'd been old buddies forever. Probably past life stuff. And we sign up all the time not to have to spend umpteen lifetimes and years together. It's just to reconnect and then go our separate ways. It happens a lot more than you realize. Okay, it happens. And they're back to because you're intelligent and you're starting to analyze a lot of stuff. Stop. Just accept it. I'm with everybody for a reason and a season. That means nothing is permanent. There is no relationship that is permanent. Check them out. They all terminate. Every one of them, your relationships will terminate somewhere. Particularly, let's call your loved ones because either you get divorced or they die or somebody moves on. It happens all the time because it's time. When the time is up, it's time. Thank you for listening to Words of Light with Jim. Come check out All My Relations in Indianapolis or go online to allmyrelationsindy.com, the largest rock and mineral shop in the Midwest, carrying metaphysical supplies for all spiritual paths. Words of Light with Jim, spreading light for your spiritual journey.